0: Hey, Fanboy Nation. This is your pal Daffy Duck, and you're watching, you're watching, we're watching, you're watching Fanboy, 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 et cetera. Fanboy Nation. Dad, I assume Tom. Today, I have the pleasure of speaking with one of the greatest announcers in the d- history of the WWE. Only second to Howard Finkel, because we got to give the Fink the credit he's always deserved. And one of the announcers for uh, Professional Fight League, Lillian Garcia, how are you today?
1: Hey, RC, I'm doing great. Thank you. And I'm so glad you said that about Howard. Uh, oh, my God, I loved Howard. Just amazing.
0: It, it was sad because I finally got to talk to Mandy Rose, and the day I interviewed her, Howard had just passed 45 minutes prior. So oh, it was a wow. bittersweet interview with her.
1: Yeah. And I, I don't know that I could have done the interview at all, just because... I have to give Howard the props. I mean, he definitely helped me, especially coming the very first day, uh, at work. And I didn't even know till 3.30 that afternoon that I was going to be replacing him and, you know, announcing for Monday Night Raw. And needless to say, I didn't even know how to do the job. So thank God it was Howard and Tony Finkel that, re- I mean, uh, Tor- Tony Chimmel that helped me through that. But, uh, but Howard, anytime I had a question, he was always right there. He's like, whatever you need, Lil. And he could have been really bitter and he wasn't. He was just amazing.
0: But not only Raw, WrestleMania, the Royal Rumble, SummerSlam, you know, the Big Four and everything else. So you've done so much just with your announcing career. And now that Professional Fight League is going over to, um, ESPN and ESPN Plus, that's added bonus.
1: Yeah you know we've been on ESPN since the conception of the PFL i came in last year as my first year and it was just really fun because i'd never done mma and so it was just, uh, it seemed like the natural progression of what to do next and um yeah when they called me i'm like uh yeah let's try this out and now of course we were going to have a season this year and it didn't work but next year I'll be back in the cage. They made the announcement just this week and, uh, it's going to be great because, you know, I broke barriers there too and was the first female and also Latina to ever be in as a announcer in cage, you know, in the professional fighters league in combat sports. So very big honor.
0: Well, don't worry. I already hit them up for our press passes for next year. So we're already ready. We'll see you oh, cool. for that.
1: <laughs> awesome. <sighs>
0: but today we're talking about your new show that premieres Monday at 10 a.m. Eastern time on October 26th, the Chasing Glory podcast with the WWE Network. Uh, fill us in on what uh, Chasing Glory is and how this all came about.
1: Yeah. Wow. Well, it's been a labor of love since 2016 when I left the WWE trying to decide what do I do next. And as I was taking care of my father, uh, he was because he was passing away from bladder cancer, he was like, Lil, I, I don't want you just sitting here taking care of me. Like, do you have any ideas what you can do next? And I told him how I had this idea in 2004, where it really came with the women that I was working with and the stories that I was hearing and all the struggles that they'd gone through in their lives to get to where they were. And I was like, wow, if anybody knew these stories, I think they really could identify with them even more and also get inspired by their stories. And that's exactly what I ended up doing. I started it in November, 2016. Luckily, my, my dad was able to watch it for a month before he passed away on Christmas day in December. And so I got his like blessing. He, he had tears in his eyes watching the episodes. And so it's just very special. And I continued it. And then this year, WWE reached out and asked me if I would consider putting it on the network. And I'm like, heck yeah. I think it's great that it's going to be on the free version of the network as well. And it just seems like the perfect partnership because majority of the people that I interview are WWE superstars anyway. so. Uh, just having a bigger platform where more people can actually access the show and get to hear these real-life human interest stories of their favorite uh, superstars, uh, it's going to be really impactful. And Monday is going to be great with my first guest.
0: And do we get to find out who the first guest is, or is it going to be a world premiere surprise?
1: No, so Fridays, I always do what's called Glory Friday. If you follow the show at Chasing Glory on Instagram, you'll get things all throughout the week, all Chasing Glory related, but Glory Friday is where we announce who our guest for Monday is going to be, and so it got announced that Braun Strowman is kicking it off.
0: Can he even be in frame sitting at the desk with you? <laughs>
1: Yes. Oh, and boy, does he ever just give just an incredible interview. You'll get to know and hear Braun in such a a different way, especially if you watched his chronicle that was on the WWE Network. I, I took that. I loved his story so much, and I just dive in even deeper and he shares things he's never shared before in this interview and it uh, it is going to make you look at Braun differently. And I think a lot of everything that he shared about his life, you can apply it to your own life, which is what the whole mission of this show is all about.
0: I dig it. And it's it's a homecoming in a sense because does anyone really leave the WWE? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: no. It's funny because of course last year I go to PFL, but then it's it's so amazing that actually I could actually have, you know, both feet in one and the other. I can be the cage announcer for the PFL, but then I could come home to the WWE and bring chase and glory. It's beautiful. I'm very grateful and just very excited. Uh, for people to really be tuning in to seeing what Chasing Glory is all about. And like I said, apply everything you learn on the show to your own life.
0: Right. Well, I'm marking out right now talking to you, so I'm excited about that. But you ah, had thanks. to have marked. Well, thank you. But you had to have marked out for somebody at some point in one of these four-year interviews. So who was your biggest mark-out moment? And then who was, like, the person that you had to cut so many times because they just kept you laughing that you felt like they ruined the take?
1: <laughs> well, first of all, I never really cut the show. So just so you know, what you guys really see, like that is, I mean... I don't even remember when the last time I edited a show because I really like to keep it real. And even when some of the interviews, the lights went out, I was like, okay, guys, keeping it real. The lights are out, but we're going to go on and we're just going to talk about this. And that's what I love about the show is that it's not just so polished. It's not about that. It's about being real. The tagline is real, raw, inspiring. So as far as who I marked out on, I mean, I've worked with pretty much every one of the superstars that I've had on the show, I would say about 90%. So we were friends backstage and that's what it's been. It's like having my friends on the show. The thing that I've marked out on is their stories. I've worked with these people for so many years and I was like, wow, how did I not know that about you? And now this makes sense. And now I understand you better. And that's the beautiful side of of getting to hear these in-depth conversations.
0: Right, and then you find out something like The Miz is a part-time dog walker or something just to, you know...
1: (laughs) Yeah, we haven't had The Miz on the show yet. I'm dying to have him on the show and have John Morrison on the show. So many people that I haven't had on the show yet that I can't wait for their stories.
0: John's hilarious, and he's one of the nicest guys on the face of the planet. Like, you want to dislike John because not only is John gorgeous and, like, in the best shape ever... But he's nice on top of it. So you're like, really? You're the trifecta. (laughs) Yeah,
1: Yeah, it's hard to find, right? No, but you know that's the great beauty of the superstars, and I think that that's why WWE is so successful is because the people that are there are genuine. They they even go to other you know movie sets or TV sets, and first of all, they're they usually do their script in one take, and the director's always like how did you do that? It's like, Oh, cause I work on live TV. Like we only get one take, but second of all, dependable, so friendly, so nice, no airs about them. And that's what the superstars are all about. And that's what I love working with them because of that.
0: All right. We're going to, we're going to ask you a wrestling question right now though. Sure. Because hell in the cell is a big deal. Yeah. Tell us all your predictions for that one.
1: Oh my God.
0: At least the main event, at least the main event.
1: How do you even predict? I don't know. I just know that it's been fun to really follow the storylines, especially what they're doing in this time of the pandemic, going from the performance center as well. And now, you know, being in the Thunderdome. And I really say this, as far as the transition, I don't think we would have appreciated the virtual world had we not had the transition in between of the performance center. And so I think that the Performance Center really played a role in that transition. Um, but I say kudos to the WWE for keeping us entertained even during the worst time of COVID and when everything else was shutting down. So I have to say props to them and just all the superstars that are going out there. And it's not easy performing to, you know, a no crowd to then just performing to TV screens, um, or LED screens. It's not easy, so I just have to give props to them and and all the storylines that are going on.
0: And then Roman coming back from his second bout of cancer yes. through the pandemic to do all of this.
1: Right. I mean, he's putting himself, you know, on the line every single time because his immune system is not what the normal body is, and so. Yeah, and that's why I say everybody who's going through that, or whether you have a a loved one at home that might have diabetes or obese or something that is more susceptible to COVID, and yet you got to go work, Um, you know. And I love that the WWE is not pressuring them either. If you're not comfortable, then then they're fine with it. So I like that.
0: Uh, In the last four years, there has to have been at least one story that comes to mind that blew you away and really surprised you, whether it was the superstar themselves and you couldn't believe it was that situation or just a story in general that you couldn't believe anyone else went through, who would that be for you?
1: The one that early on, because a lot has been shared on here, I mean, we deal with so much, especially with mental health and all the different struggles that people have gone through from, I've shared my, you know, I've been the first one to share. I went through years of uh, being bulimic and also being bullied and how I was able to overcome that. We've had people that have talked about cutting and why they cut, because I could never understand that, but now I do, thanks to the show. Um, but early, early on, there was a uh, Mickey James who came on and talked about the fact that she been molested for years. And when she shared her story and said, you know what, I'm choosing your show to talk about this and I don't want to hide behind it anymore. I don't want to be ashamed about it. Like I did something wrong. She gave permission for everybody around the world that has gone through a hard time, whether it's exact her situation or... Or any other situation to be like, this is something that I don't need to hide. This is not my fault. This is something that I've gone through, but it doesn't have to identify who I am. And so for me, when, since that happened, I think that was like the first five episodes back in like 2016. So when that happened, I was like, wow, there's something very special here. And like I said, ever since then, we talk about a lot of different, you know, struggles and everyone's got a different story. Everyone's story is unique, but I always say, own your story. Don't hide behind it. Own it. And now share it so that you can help others that are going through the same thing.
0: Well, I would have never guessed that you were bulimic or bullied. You know, uh, you've, yeah. oh, you've always been nice to everybody that I've ever talked to that, that said, oh yeah, Lillian's great. So of course, when I, when I was given the chance to talk to you, I had to. Um, Thank you. You know, everything that's going on recent. I mean, we also lost road warrior animal recently. Yeah. And so there's a lot of stuff going on in the world of, of professional wrestling and sports entertainment. And then I know Keith Lee's re-recording his, his uh, ring entrance. So I think Keith would be an interesting uh, interview.
1: Oh, he's been on. You have to tune in. As a matter of fact, you know what's so great is that you can actually go back any past episodes that I maybe mean, got over almost 150 episodes before this whole thing happened with me going to the WWE Network. So we have Keith, uh, incredible story. We got him, I think it was at the end of last year. So it wasn't that long ago. And you could see his progression from the end of last year to now. So I say to people, look, the the video is going to be available on the WWE Network. The audio is going to be available wherever you get your podcast, just like before. So you can download that. But you can also go back and listen or watch on YouTube at the past episodes that we have of Chasing and Glory.
0: Fantastic. Hopefully Keith got to sing for you because he's got a gorgeous voice. I oh, saw he's amazing. I
1: Yes. He's amazing. And we, we even talk about when he was on main event and the movie and his thoughts about doing more acting. And so, yeah, I would love people to to definitely check that out.
0: Perfect. Lillian, before I let you go, give us a sneak peek for Monday morning's premiere, because we know it's Braun Strowman. Yep. Something we're going to be really surprised to learn. Just, you know, throw out that little teaser for us.
1: Well, I kind of maybe said it a few minutes ago when he literally said, "Mm, wow, I have never said this before. Whenever you hear somebody say that, you know, they're about to reveal something that they've kept locked up. And when he says it, he's like, you know, it just feels so good to talk about all this. And especially even with what he shared in the Chronicle, he's like, I carried it. For so long that I didn't realize what a burden it had been on my life. And like I I felt like it was this secret that I could never let out. And he goes, and I don't know what I was so scared about. He goes, and now that I've shared it, he goes, I'm receiving thousands of messages of people that have either gone through the same thing or really resonated with it and just, you know, now are seeing me different and with my own struggles. And so, like I said, we dive even deeper. We go, we take from what you see in the Chronicle and we really dive in deep and it's just an incredible interview. So fun as well. There's so much memory lane stuff that we share. And then what's fun too on YouTube later on in the week, we release what's called the chasing glory speed, not speed round, which is where I put him in the hot seat. I ask some really just spitfire questions and it's hilarious what comes, comes out of it. So. Again, you guys are going to be entertained all week long with St- Braun Strowman.
0: I love it. Chasing Glory with Lillian Garcia, world premiere on the WWE Network, 7 a.m. Pacific, 10 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday, October 26th, and every Monday, same time following. Remind everybody where we can find the show and you on social media, Lillian.
1: Yes. Uh, myself, it's at Lillian Garcia on Instagram and Twitter, and Lillian is spelled with one L in the middle. You can also follow me, uh, Lillian Garcia official fan page on Facebook, LillianGarcia.com for everything of mine. And then for Chasing Glory, all you have to do is go to at Chasing Glory, which is on Instagram and ChasingGlory.com. And, of course, make sure you guys subscribe and definitely to the network where you can see it for free.
0: (laughs) That's the right price. I can't wait to see you face-to-face ringside at PFL and hopefully a WWE event once we can actually get together.
1: Yes, absolutely. That would be great. Thank you.
0: Thank you.